Hey, hey, it's Friday. Hey, hey, it's Friday or Friday. Welcome to episode 29 of Lessons and Legacies. Today is such an awesome day because A, it's Friday and we are here doing laughter. It's probably my favorite topic of all to discuss and go over and have shenanigans and, and fun with. And so I hope everybody tuning in this afternoon is ready for the weekend, ready to round out your Friday with good vibes and happiness and giggles and shenanigans. And uh, yeah, so we're here. I'm your host, Melissa Price. And today I have for her three-peat appearance, my good friend, and I, I think I could start calling you a co-host at this point, uh, Brittany Thomas. <laughs> Say hey, queen, and uh, tell everybody who you are. Um, Hi, Melissa. Glad to be on the show for a third time. You know what yes. The third time is a charm. That's what I was just so, thinking, too. <laughs> I am, like, happy to be here because I love to laugh and giggle and smile. You know, that's my personality. So bright and uplifting. And that's it. Yeah. You do have a very bright, beautiful personality. And uh, we've got uh, Vivian Reed in the house right now. She's joining in with us. She's needing some laughter on this Friday. Welcome, Queen. We're so glad you're here. Well, listen, as we're giving everybody a little bit of time to get in, this is a really, really super cool special episode today for so many reasons. Not only is it Friday, not only is it laughter, not only is it written third time on the show, because, you know, the third time's the charm. But there's, uh, look, oh, what is this? What do I have here? <gasps> what did I just get in the mail? Oh, oh, Brittany knows what this is. Brittany knows what this is. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Brittany, um, first of all, Go check out the past episodes of Lessons and Legacies. I'm gonna about to go into this whole thing next because there are some very strange similarities between the number of episodes that you've been on, which I will share because you know I do. Yeah. Uh, Brittany is an amazing, she is a brand new published author. This is her new book, which I've read three times now. Yes. This is, I'm living my blessed life with cerebral palsy. Oh my goodness. It's amazing, amazing, amazing read. Um, I just gifted this to my mom for Christmas, which I'm going to tell you about in a bit. Uh, actually, I will just tell you about it now. My mom got her Christmas box yesterday. My mother is in Detroit, Michigan. Both Brittany and I are in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Um, and we, I just, I have a really bad habit of getting Christmas stuff out on time. <laughs> but you know, like lots of us like to celebrate our birthdays for a month. And my mom and I are very much like, okay, make the Christmas thing a Valentine's thing or a happy new year's box or whatever. So she just got to open her stuff yesterday. And we have a tradition that anytime we send each other a box of goodies for either our birthday or Christmas, um, we don't open anything unless we're on the phone with one another. Um. So I had sent her probably like 10 things in her box. Some of them were very silly and some of them were from the heart and, you know, um, but I wanted to let you know, first of all, the first, one of the first things she opened was, um, 
your bracelets. I, oh. your bracelet, the one that I sent to her, I had ordered bracelets from Brittany's beads.company.site, which I actually will put up while I'm talking about it. Um, so you guys, if you're interested in the book or viewing any of her amazing beads that she does, I'm about to show some of them off to you. But um, my mother received both the book and the beads yesterday. Um, I ordered ordered some a Christmas set from Brittany in December. And my mom just loves Jesus with all her heart and soul. And she prays to him every morning when she wakes up and all through the day and in the evening. And they're very long, fervent prayers, which I know you can appreciate, Brittany, because you're also a prayer warrior, right? Yeah. Um, so I decided to give her the bracelet that had Jesus's birthday on it. It was the 1225, you know. Oh, cool. Okay. And it also it matches her work uniform. She works at a restaurant and um, their colors are the black, red and they have yellow in there, too. And you had black, red, yellow and green, I believe yeah. that bracelet. And so she was like, oh, I can be reminded every day of my favorite man in the world, Jesus. She was so excited about it. So, and I told her, she already knows all about you and your journey and the times that you've been on the show. And um, I've already told her about your book. She didn't even get to open the book at this point yet, but she was like, I told her, I said, they're Britney's beads. And she goes, oh my God. And then her tone went even more into <laughs> Like, I know that she prays on these. Oh, my God, I'm never going to take this off. And I said, I bet you put that on. You're going to have the best day of work from here on out every day. <laughs> you go to work. Right. She was so happy. She knows she knows so much about you. I talk to my mom about you like I talk to my mom about Precious. And she actually has gotten to meet Precious once this past year when she came to visit. And uh, mm -hmm. so, uh, so then she went through a couple other little silly gifts. And... She got to the book, she oh. opened it, and I thought our phone line got disconnected. It got very silent. And I was like, hello? Hello, mom, are you there? Are you there, ma? And she was like, she was like, I'm just so proud of you and I'm proud of the love that you put in this world. And I can't wait to read this. She's like, I've heard so much about her. And I told her, I was like, this is not a book that's going to take you days to read. You can read this book in a day. And I told her, I said, I swear to God, mom, there was so much in this book that I never would have thought. It was, you know, hurt, but it had so many tools. So many tools, so many tools, so much empowerment, so much love. And I told her, I put a little sticky note on the outside of the wrapping paper. And I said, I want you to take this journey. It's worth more than any journey that you can take in this world. And right. for those of you who don't know, this is Brittany's first book. My mother and I also just published our first book too. So um, myself, my mom and Brittany, we kind of have this beautiful journey intertwined in this appreciation for sharing your heart, your story, your journey. My mom went so quiet. She started crying as soon as she opened the book. And uh, I, she doesn't get off work till like three, four o'clock. So I usually talk to her after I do the show. And uh, she said that she was curling up with it in the bathtub for a little bit and then into her bed. And I'll be curious to see if she got all the way through it. Because once you stop, once you start on this book, you can't stop. So right. I uh, I just want to say thank you for being the person that you are, for being brave enough to write your story and for making such awesome power beads. Because I have, I don't even know, I don't even know how many beads I have anymore. <laughs> 
Right. I have a whole basket of Britney's beads that it's like, okay, what do I need today? What do I need to empower myself with today? You had so you're a blessing yeah. to the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. And now, oh, the Christmas tree. Okay, wait, wait, let's check out these comments. Vivian says, hi, and she says, laughter all the time. Yes, we're about to be getting into some laughter, but I got to open up my package first. Yeah. And, uh, she says, the Christmas tree comes down at the end of January. It does. Mine actually comes down, well, well I guess for you, mine comes down the day, well, I, I guess we do New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I think mom, I really jumped in on it this down, year. Mom came down once we got back from the beach. I know. This queen got to go to the beach for Christmas. Whoop, whoop. For, yeah. for New Year's. Or New Year's. That's right. It was New Year's. That's mm -hmm. I've never actually spent New Year's anywhere other than home. Yeah, that's kind of different, isn't it? Yeah. It is. All right. So listen, I got to open up. This was another set of beads that I ordered from Brittany opening like literally live i haven't even got to check them out yet so i'm gonna show these to you guys and i'm gonna pick what i want to wear for the rest of the show as we get into our shenanigans and actually hi precious hey precious, precious. all right we have the peace beads which i love i actually have a tattoo on me that is the irish symbol for peace and something that i always always gun for in my day always needing peace that might be the one i don't know oh you got up oh, the piece 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 you got another piece i love the colors and pretty 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 <laughs> she's so pretty oh so pretty and the final well this one's i don't know this one might be rocking my colors today and pray i don't know if i can wear the prayer beads when we're about to do what we're about to do yeah, <laughs> yeah listen you can pray and laugh at the same time god that's right i i think i'm gonna go with the pretty beads i feel pretty right now i'm gonna rock these pretty power beads right now you guys want to get you your own listen she does custom stuff Brittany, I have I have a request from you. Yes. If you're willing. Yes. Um, and we can talk details after, but I just I love what you do so much. I was wondering, do you do bulk orders? Yeah, I do. So I was wondering if I could buy a bulk supply of three sets. You know how you do the three set bracelets, like uh yeah. plan, execute. Yeah. You know? Um, I was wondering if I could buy from you in order to put out for the world in my store some bracelets, yeah. a three set that says lessons become les legacies. Yeah, you can get 15 for 75. I would love that. I would love to do that. And I was like, I'm like, I wonder if she would be, be uh, willing to want to make those extra bracelets. So I was thinking I had two phrases in mind. One was lessons become legacies. So that's three bracelets right. for a set, you know? And right. then I, I thought, and we have to get together with uh, details um, as far as the letters go. Uh, I thought about uh, mustard seeds move mountains for the other set. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. 
So yeah, I was I was thinking I just I love so much what you do and I love these beads and what they do for me and everybody I've ever gifted and given them to, they do wear them. They feel your energy, they feel your prayers. And I'm like, you know what? I need I need some special Britney beads that have my message on there. Lessons become legacies. That's why we're here playing today. Yeah. You know? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so yeah, we'll talk details. I was just thinking that hey, that's if I if I can either cash up you or order them from the store or whatever, and there's no yeah. real time limit at your own leisure kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that would be a cool way to kind of channel into what you do and be able to spread even more of Britney's beads, even through my space, you know. Yes, thank you so. so yeah. So, all right. Let's see. Precious says, "I have to get me some beads specially designed for my movement. You need some magic beads. Become your magic." Ooh, yes. That's the three branches right there. Become your magic. Mm -hmm. Brittany, you're gonna have to like put some uh, put an Amazon order in for some extra beads because we got a couple queens here that are gonna be coming to you saying we need bracelets. So yes, the Become Your Magic or the I See Me Academy set. Oh, oh, I Choose Me set. Uh-oh. They're gorgeous. Tell Brittany we can pray and slay. Yes, we oh, can. Yes, we can. Exactly. I just said we can pray and still laugh. That's right. <laughs> Especially on Fridays, right? Wow. Beautiful. Precious says, yes, I have given away so many Juneteenth sets. I remember, actually, I went to uh, Precious's oh, yes. house. I remember that. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't uh, It wasn't too long after she got them. I went over and she was showing me. I was like, oh, my gosh, those are awesome. <laughs> so uh, that could be maybe something you put on your e-commerce store um, as and I can help you if you want, unless you are good and you know how to do. But do uh, like a new category and do custom brand bracelets, brand bracelets, custom brand bracelets. So you can say, okay, for whatever entrepreneur, you know, like uh, Bill Brown could be go be you. Oh, you know? <laughs> Dr. Deborah, get free and stay free. You know, we got, all of us got our slogans. Why can't Brittany be in charge of making the beads for all of the entrepreneurs so we can get our message out? And I will all, I would, I'll always have Brittany's label on there. You yeah. get them my store, but they're Brittany's and you're going to go to Brittany's to get more. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to make anything off of it. I just really, I want to sew into you. And I also want to get my message out there too. And I just, I think that this is a really cool yeah, Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Precious says me and Brittany started talking some months ago about doing some sets and I can't wait till she comes across my colors. So, yeah. So it looks like you're going to be a little bit busy. Yeah. I am busy. Always, always, always. All right. So we came here to talk today about laughter. Mm. How important is laughter to you before we get into the shiggle? You know what? Laughter is essential. Like, because it cuts down on the stress. It cuts down on the anger. Like, it's such a good medicine. Uh, it's such a good medicine that even when you don't feel like laughing, ways that you can find a way to laugh is maybe watching a good YouTube video or, 
you know the new app that they got out now um tiktok you know if you have a tiktok just go on tiktok and they be doing crazy stuff or you know you think about the way i laugh a lot is i think about something somebody said or did or you know a lot of times melissa i laugh at you and you don't even (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like Melissa is so crazy. Like we'll have a phone conversation and I'll be laughing at her for days. And she always tells me, she says, um, um, Brittany's your laugh is contagious. You know, yes. when you start laughing, I start laughing. And it, it's the same way with you, Melissa. Simpatico laughter we have. We have the infectious laughs because they come from the belly. They come from the soul, you know? They come from the root of us. And that's real. And it's totally right. It is the best medicine out there, I think, personally. Right. I even have, uh, on my in my husband's family, I, down in Florida, we have some nurses. And I actually have nurses and doctors in my family up in Michigan. And a lot of them say, some work with cancer, some work with people who have dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that. And they say, if they can find a way to get their patient laughing, all of the symptoms go to like, you could be like this. If you can get somebody to laugh, it's, it's, it's such a, it's a pleasant distraction, you know, but it is food for the soul. It releases certain endorphins. It changes your chemicals in your body and all that stuff. So it does in it. They say also it minimizes stress and um, yeah, it can help you live longer and all that. So um, yes, laughter is the best medicine. Um, And yes, Vivian says laughter is essential. I love to make people laugh. Precious seconds that laughter is essential. And uh, Vivian says, yes, it can lift some heavy weights. So we have a silly little topic to go over. Hold on, let me shut the door. My kids, every time, it's like, beep, 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 mom's online. Let me come in and mess with her. <laughs> There's some laughter. Now, that is funny when they be trying to get on the show. They always do. They always try. They like, try. Melissa, Melissa don't be having it. She be like, get out. I'm trying to do the show. I'm trying to do You guys can always, always hear me snapping and see this arm going. Anytime that arm's going, it's because there's a kid over there. And I'm going, get out. Get out! I told you no! Get out! <laughs> Sometimes they can come on and I don't mind, but this might not be the the show for them today. Oh, yeah. So, our silly topic today, and I fully expect participation from our audience here. Uh, today's topic are those funny phrases that we grew up with, whether they're old or new, whatever, but those silly phrases that we use all the time but if you really put them in their literal context they make absolutely no sense so we're going to bounce some back and forth here and if you guys have other ones that you want to put in the comments or if you want to chime in and like oh my gosh my grandma used to use this and blah 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 or the first time i heard it was and i didn't understand it oh wait i just another one just came to my brain as we were thinking right there hold on See, as these things come up, I got to write it down or I forget everything. Um, All right. So, yeah, silly phrases that really make absolutely no sense in their literal context. 
This one, actually, I'm going to give a credit to Precious Pauling for because my mom actually, all right, before we get into it here, my mother has been working on a notebook full of these silly phrases since October. And we bounce back and forth every day on the phone. I was like, oh, did you ever hear this one or whatever? And some of them, I've been paying attention to people when they speak on their shows. And I'm like, oh, there's one. And so I'll call mom, like add it to the list. She had an idea and a will to be together with everybody at Christmas and the family this year. And that was going to be like a big part of her gift was to sit up and make everybody laugh, you know? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so... I called her and I was like, I'm going to use some of those and make a show out of it with Brittany. <laughs> but yeah. uh, this one, this first one that I'm going to shout out there came from Precious. She was doing it. I think she was on Bill's show solo one day, William Brown's show. And she had said it. And I was like, oh, I've heard that a million times. That's such a great line. What do you guys think about the, the phrase? The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> like, where does that come from? Like, oh, my gosh, like everybody always saying it. Like, I was like, where did they get these sayings from? Or the saying, "Uh, you better stop crying before I give you something to cry for. <laughs> well, I mean, literally. OK, so we know the proof. In, if the proof is in the pudding means like, you know, you can plainly see it's it, like it's right there. The proof's right there. Go grab it. Take it. It's right there. It's right in front of you. Right. But like who came up with that phrase? Like, I, I don't know. I hear that. And I think of the like actual jello pudding cups. And so when somebody says that to me, like the proof is in the pudding, I'm like, go get your spoons real quick. We got to dig in there. We got to dig in there and find that proof. Right. That ever makes sense. Um. <laughs> The proof is in the pudding. Yes, I know. Vivian. Yeah, I know. We've all heard that. I, that I think that phrase has been around for decades. I don't know. I was like maybe even centuries. Like I, 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 I'm half compelled to go like look up where did like when did that first come about? You know, we have a we have a show on Monday coming up with Precious and Delila, and we are going to be talking about naughty words like curse words. There's a new show out on Netflix right now that's called The History of Swear Words, where you can actually look up and be like, the first time the word shit was used was in 1802, you know? It's like, and it came from this culture, and this is why, and this is what it originally meant. And I'm kind of like, who came up with the proof in the pudding? Why? Where? Just like, here's the proof. Usually the proof is on paper, not in a pudding cup, you know? So yeah, that's a that's a funny, funny one for me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Vivian says, don't let the door hit you where oh don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord splits you. <gasps> my grandma, my grandma used to say, uh, I knocked the living daylights out of you. That's another one. Oh my gosh, knock the living daylights out of you. Okay. Is daylight really living, first of all? <laughs> That's the first question. I'm like, the living daylight. Well, and the light in me. Well, it should be pro probably kind of dark inside me, right? Like, because all the lights out here. So you're going to knock the living daylights out of me. I didn't even know I had living daylight in me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I like Vivian. So don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you. Oh. I really remember hearing that one. Or um, have you ever heard, let the chips fall where they may? Yep. 
let the chips fall where they may, or you have a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> I actually, there's a funny story on that one. I was probably like eight or nine years old and I was at my aunt's house with my mom and my brother and we were playing with our cousins and um, my mom and my aunt were like having a cocktail and doing their adult stuff. And I came waddling into the room. Like I looked at my aunt Karen just as innocent as can be, like I said, nine years old. And I looked at her, I was like, Aunt Karen, why do you have a chip on your shoulder? And she was like, excuse me? <laughs> right at my mom and then back at me was like, how dare you? Literally, I shit you not. She had, they were doing chips and salsa. She had an actual piece of a chip on her shoulder. I swear to God. She got so offended and looked at me like I was about to be getting, you know, but I was like, no, really, Aunt Karen, there's a, why do you have that there? And she was like, oh, but like, why do they say that? I, like, I, I that experience of the literal chip on the shoulder, asked about it, someone got mad. And like, why do we say that? You know? Right. Or um, you remember like um, when you was a teenager or, you know, when your grandma be talking to the grandkids and um, she'll say, you smelling yourself. Like if you were a teenager, you smelling yourself. That's what's going on. Right. Like, smelling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You might need to, you might to get that zest, get the zestfully clean thing going on internally or externally when grandma says that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so here's one have you guys ever heard and i don't know if this is like a northern thing because i'm from detroit originally um or if everybody's heard this because some of these do matter based on like who raised you and where you were coming from you know have you ever heard these saying it's colder than a witch's tit <laughs> have you ever heard that I mean, I've used it my whole life. What? Oh my God. I ain't never heard that one. You've never heard that? So I wonder no. if it's maybe something that comes from the North where it's cold all the time. But yeah, that's a big phrase. I've My whole life, I've heard it a million times. It's colder than a witch's tit outside. And so you think like, first of all, how do you find these witches? Right. How do you know this person is a witch unless we're like going and finding like real deal Halloween witches? And then who felt the tit to realize that it was that cold? You know what I'm saying? Where does everything come from? It's colder than a witch's tit. Yes, that's that's a big one I grew up with from Detroit. Oh, have you ever heard it's so cold outside? Look at you shaking like a stripper. Yes, yes. She can let me leave too. Uh, she said, I, I heard that one. Uh, precious, it's cleaner than the board of health up in here. <laughs> hey, hey, yes, it's it's kind of Lysol clean up in here, kind of. Yes, colder than a witch's tit. That was one. Or here's another one. This is uh, again, not uh. Oh, here, Vivian, I'm going to knock you into next week. I say that one at oh, least. Oh, yeah. I, I heard that one. I say that every day, pretty much. If you don't put your underwear in the laundry basket, I'm going to knock you into next week. Darn it. 
<laughs> and I've had that. My I remember. Oh, my my father used to say that to me all the time. I will knock you into next week, girl. You know. I remember that one. Here's another one. This one's a little dirty too. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you haven't. But uh, it's another one, kind of like the witch's tit thing. It's kind of like um, I'm sweating like a whore in church. You know. <laughs> I've never heard that one. You have or you haven't? I haven't. You haven't. Well, that's another one. Sweating like a whore in church. Okay, that's another one that's been around forever. And I, I always, I'm like, I wonder. I'm like, well, why has it got to be the whore? There are criminals that go into church. There are murderers that go into church. There's this that goes like thieves that go into church. I, why is it got to be the whore? And is it only the whore who's done wrong that sweats in the church? And why is she the one that's put up there? I've heard, that, you know? I've heard I'm sweating like a runaway slave. Okay. All right. Well, that works too. But again, why the runaway slave? Why can it be the marathon runner? Why couldn't it be, again, the person who uh, has knocked off a bank, swe sweating like a bank robber? <laughs> Why do they come up with these particular comparisons to people? The horror in church or the bank robber or, you know what I'm saying? Or the runaway slave. Oh, that's a good one. If you ain't pippy, you ain't got it. That's right. <laughs> if you ain't pippy, you ain't got it, yo. <laughs> That's right. Vivian says she's heard that one too. And I better stop. This is telling my age. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we're different ages and I know all these things. I go hearing my grandma say something funny. Vivian acts like oh, precious. <laughs> <laughs> the whore is dressed in her sin. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us. <laughs> Vivian, Vivian act like she's so old and she the same age as Lisa. <laughs> and if the shoe fits, wear it. That's what Viv says. All right, here. All right, here's here's another one. I've got a nice little list of these going, so I'm hoping that this like spurs other people's weird phrases that can come out because there's my mom has five, six, seven pages front and back, single spaced of these that she we've been working on for months together. So um, how about it ain't over till the fat lady sings? Oh, yeah. Everybody not heard it. Everybody knows that one. But like, what? What does that mean? Who comes up with that? Who comes up with that? It's not over. We know what it means. It's not over to fat lady singing. It's like it's ain't over till it over till it's over, you wow. know, but like. Why do you got to put the fat lady on the pedestal? And why she got to be fat? And why she got to be fat? Why can't it be it ain't over till the lady sings? Why is it got to be a fat lady? Because <laughs> the fat why can't it just be the lady? Or why does it have to be a lady? Why can't it be a kid or a man? Or it ain't over till we all sing? I mean, why does it got to be a fat lady? <laughs> Maybe uh, it was a fat lady that was overweight, or maybe it was the lady that needed to lose some weight. But it's like mildly offensive, though, isn't it? No, I mean, it ain't over to the fat lady sings. I get what it means, but who would coin that phrase? It's, it is mildly, I think, offensive. <laughs> like, I don't know. It ain't mm -hmm. over till the fat lady sings. Let's see. <laughs> Precious says, uh, forgive us, Father, for laughter at any cost. Hey, laughter is medicine. God, hey, 
God wants us to be happy and laugh. And again, we're being respectful, maybe a little naughty, but respectfully naughty. <laughs> Your mom's book is a money maker from Viv. Holler if you hear me from Pratt. Oh, um, what's the old saying that they used to say? Um, Holler if you hear like dog holler or something. Hit dog <laughs> Like that. Holler if you hear me. Like oh. you gotta think, you gotta think about the word holler. I mean, it's not. <clears throat> they're not saying, "Let me know if you can hear me." Right. Please raise your hand if you can hear me or say yes if you can hear me. It's saying holler if you can hear me. So why are we supposed to go? Ah! <laughs> I hear you. Holler if you hear me. Ah! Well, in the context, like yeah. hear the shit out of somebody, right? Let me tell you something. No Let me tell you something, Melissa. She is so dramatic. That's why she's like, we laugh. She's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Vivian says, fat, le fat ladies used to sing best. Ah, I think you're probably right. And I'll listen, I, I second that. And I hate to use the term fat. <laughs> not nice. Why do we got to call people fat? It's not nice. But it's true, though. You sing the best. And here's why. Here's why. I went, I, I took five or six years in show choir growing up from high school and into after high school. Um, and what I learned in singing is that it all comes from the gut. It comes from your stomach. You're not supposed to sing from your throat or your oh, chest. No, you know, it kills your vocal cords. It's terrible. It's bad for you. You have to push and have your stomach all like nice and tight and push from there. So yeah, you're right, Viv. That's actually... Maybe she just proved why they say it, but still, why can't why we can come up with a nicer word than fat, right? You know, it's not why can't we call it uh overweight or or like I'm trying to be more creative, more positive oh, with it. Oh, like the, why can't the strong diaphragmed woman sing? Yeah. You know, like, it's not over until the strong chord lady sings. No, <laughs> it's not as it sound as fun, but it's like, well, it's nicer, a little more politically correct, I guess. But no, <laughs> Precious says because she has the best lungs. All right. Okay. So maybe overweight folks have good lungs. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vivian says, if you can't, if wait, <laughs> if you can stick a fork in it, it's done. I don't even know if you can, if you can stick a, oh, okay. If you can stick a fork in it, it's done. That's <laughs> it like, if you can stick a fork in it, it's done. That's where I was reading it in the first <laughs> If you can stick a fork in it, it's done. Ugh. The thought of that makes me kind of nauseous to even think of that in its literal context. You know, you can stick a fork in like frog beef and raw eggs we mix our eggs up to scramble them with a fork right i stuck a fork in there it ain't done <laughs> all right precious says a favorite phrase of my house a hot dog gonna holla <laughs> listen, to how, listen to how melissa said it's a hot dog i mean a hit dog gonna holla <laughs> you talk about 
uh, hit dog gonna holler. What? <laughs> <laughs> a hit dog. There it is. Uh, hit dog, not hot dog. You've said hot dog. Obviously, I haven't heard that phrase yet. Hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I don't know about this hot dog phrase here. What is this hot dog? Holla at the hot dog. You wrote hot dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, she says, sometimes it it is what it is. Too many words. Fat lady, it is. That's right. It's straight to the point. Uh, oh, she says, stick, stick a human being. Uh, yes, trying to say Brittany. We use that phrase, she said. Yes. All right. So how about... Um, how about this one? Break a leg. <laughs> oh yeah, I never heard that one. Yeah, you about you about to go out on stage and sing a song or give a speech or read your book or do a live and somebody says, break a leg. That's supposed to mean good luck and do your best, but it's like the worst. Right. How would you wish somebody to break their leg. Who coined that phrase as a positive? You know? Oh no! Now what's funny is now my mind is blank and I can't think of any sins. But when we get off this show, I'll be thinking of everything. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna need to start your own notebook, right? Uh, uh, here's one my mom brought up to me yesterday, and I'm sure lots of y'all have heard this one too. Is kiss my grits? <laughs> kiss my grits. You know we've all or, heard. Um, Yes, we know that one. But even both, kiss my ass and kiss my grits, is a way of communicating something. Just take that image into your mind. You guys just close your eyes and think about that. Kiss my ass, kiss my grits. Who, either one of those, who came up with that? And oh, no. You know? <laughs> oh, no. Um, it, was, it was something I was going to say. I forgot. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> is, I don't know if you're being real or saying <laughs> it makes sense. It totally makes sense. She said, if you're not doing well, break a leg so they pity you. <laughs> I venture to say I have been in those predicaments before where I'm like, oh my God, if I throw myself out of this car, off this building or something, people will at least forget what I'm doing that is so bad right now, <laughs> you know? Right. That makes sense. I never thought about it that way. Go break a leg so they pity you if you fail. Still not a positive reinforcement before somebody's about to try and go shine somewhere, you know? Right. Break a leg. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see. Okay, here's another one. You've probably heard people, if you've done something courageous, whether you've gone skydiving or you were very transparent in the book that you just wrote or, you know, something courageous, people will often tell you, man, that took a lot of balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It took a lot of balls to do that. Yeah. So let's think about that one there. So balls, first of all, you know, we got two meanings of balls. Now, did it take a lot of basketballs or soccer balls or marbles or did it take balls? And why is courage totally related to the ball sack? 
First of all, you know, you know what kind of balls they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, really, I don't know. Women, <laughs> women, we give birth. You know, I'm saying like, there's nothing stronger out of the anatomy than a vagina. So why didn't anybody come up with boy or girl? That took a lot of a JJ. Girl, that took a lot of pussy right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where, why is it always gotta be? That took a lot of balls. Because last time I checked, if you just flick a ball, you can knock the man down. So where is the strength and courage coming from those balls? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we all going to have to go to confession after this show today, right? A week, a week, a week. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I don't know, I've always been confused with that one. Why? Hey, you know what's funny is the Saints might not want to watch this show. Or they might. You know, you, got, you can't you can't really know and appreciate the good and the pure unless you get a little bit of the other in there, right? Right. And we are good and pure, but you know, we are human. We right. were born into sin, and this has just got to come out in a respectful way so we can be better tomorrow. Right. So, you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So the balls. Yes, it takes a lot of balls. I'm gonna start saying. Girl, that took a lot of a JJ. That's gonna be my new my new slogan. I'll say JJ. I even say it to the guys. Man, that took a lot of poussoir right there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "No, you mean balls." I'm like, "Flick." <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it take a lot of balls? Because I don't know. Yeah. Get through this with with. That's what happens. Mm. You know, <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> right. all right, here's a good one. Viv says, so, oh, my mom, <coughs> I've heard this one from my mom and my grandmother as I was growing up, not to say that I ever was a revolving door, but yes, I've heard this one. Don't be a revolving door. Keep your legs closed. You think like. <laughs> You know, sexual stuff. You got. You can't be the revolving door that's flinging with the doors wide open and just like everybody that wants to walk in can just step on in for a quick spin and then out you go in and out you go. Bye, next guy, next guy, next guy. Yes, I should tell you to keep your legs closed. Yes, you don't want to be the revolving door ever. (laughs) And why compare it to a door though? Because really, our legs. When they're open and whatnot, I guess I guess maybe like a door, maybe more like a tunnel. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about let's see? Just bite the bullet. Oh, yeah. we already heard that one. Sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet, and that you know what does that what does that mean to you? Uh, sometimes you just gotta. Make it happen. Sometimes you got to get out your feelings and just do it. Or sometimes like you got to, I don't, the bite the bullet to me is like, um, if I could say if my husband and I were having a fight and we were in arguments and both of us were very sure that we were the correct party. I'm right. No, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. We're both very sure that we are the right person. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. It's like bite your tongue and just... Mm. Let them have it. 
just let them have the win. Sometimes you just gotta suck it up as a loss, I guess, is uh, what the bite the bullet is to me. That's yeah. how I heard it. I know everybody not. <laughs> oh, I know what Precious said. Can't turn the hoe into a housewife. That's right. And which hoe are we talking about, by the way? Are we talking about the garden tool or the uh, the whore that was sweating in church we were talking about earlier? Which one? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the the uh, the uh, whore in church is the hoe we're talking about here. Can't turn right. a hoe into a housewife. Right. I think you can. I think you can. But why do they say that? Mm. I think you can. You just got to want it bad enough. <laughs> um yes the church whore is vivian says yes we're, we're going back we're going back the hoe the housewife hoe is now that's the church whore has graduated to the house hoe <laughs> <laughs> okay here's another one since we're on church how many times have you guys used this tell me if you've not heard it i would be shocked if you haven't have you ever heard the saying oops i shit in church oh <laughs> You know, I shit in church just then. What does that mean? Of course. Ooh, I made a real bad no-no. Like I did a, mm, shouldn't have done that. But why? Why does it have to be defecating in a holy building to really say, ooh, I made a mistake, basically. Oops, I messed up. I shit in church. That's like, I don't know. You can't get more enthusiastic than that about your uh, mishaps, I think. Have you heard the shit in church one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they say that. Oh, Vivian says, I beat you. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I beat you to the church for a comment. That's what it was. See, we're on the same wavelength. Right. <laughs> says, yes, they were making sure the churchmen don't get tempted and they'd be happy with what they have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, from shit to Shinola. I love it. Yeah, the shit in church, man. This is a fun show. Oh, yeah. That's what it's Friday, too. Uh, how about uh, you are what you eat? Oh, yeah. I heard that one, too. So, like, does that literally mean, again, you take these things in their literal context. This is why it's so funny to me. Well, today I have had cheese. I've had chunk cheese, some chips. I have had um, some tea. I had some scrambled eggs. Boy, what a hot mess I would look like right now if I actually was morphing into all of those things. It'd be like scrambled eggs coming out my ears, chips coming out the nose, and maybe like a waffle on the top of my head, glass of wine coming out the top of my shirt. You know, you are what you eat. Mm. We all have heard that one before. It doesn't paint a pretty picture, though. If you really, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's that phrase in itself, and like, think about what you ate today, Brittany. Mm. You had to draw a picture of yourself on a piece of paper with your head coming out of everything you ate today. Ooh. Does, how does that make you feel? You know? Mm. <laughs> Not and, and then you change every day and you change with every meal, apparently. Every time you eat, your image changes. Right. Mm. You know? Some of these phrases I'm saying. All right, I got a couple more. I think I got three or four more left here. How about, um, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Oh, yeah, we all done heard that one. Oh, yeah. And that means? 
more than one. <laughs> more than one. There's more than one for you, right? There's plenty of fish in the sea. Usually it's often used in the dating world, right? Like, oh, that guy didn't work out. That girl didn't work out. On to the next one. Oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea. At what point did we humans become fish? <laughs> what? Why can't you just say there's plenty of other women out there? There's plenty of other young men out there. At what point did we decide that we needed to call ourselves fish? <laughs> I think we're like the most intelligent on the live, like life totem pole there. Like what we're gonna go and downgrade to fish because there's plenty of us. Why are we referring to ourselves as fish? Instead yeah. of I like what uh, Vivian said. She said, you're as wide as all outdoors. <laughs> as big as a horse, genitalia and body size too. I like that one too. Yes, you're as wide as all outdoors. Or yeah, I've, yeah, or as big as a horse. Wide as a horse, I've heard that. That one's been told to me. <laughs> you're as wide as a horse. I'm like, why the horse? There are things much wider and there are things smaller and I'm not anywhere near as wide as an actual horse. And if you really wanted to make it a, a point that I was large, why wouldn't you say a bus? You know, why are we going with the horse? Oh God, uh, Precious is going crazy in the comments. She should have been on I'm like a horse. Woo! <laughs> she should have been on here with us. I can hear her laughing. Well, you have to tune in on Monday because she's coming on on Monday and we were doing our laughter from Monday that got tech technically screwed over and so <laughs> We had to put it off, but yeah, hung like a horse. Have you ever, who says, oh man, that dude, oh, he is hung like an elephant. <laughs> Elephants are bigger than horses. They have trunks and everything. When does anybody say you're, he's hung like an elephant's trunk? Oh Why the God. horse? The horse, I, the horse gets so many bad raps in wow. our Exactly. Mm -hmm. Poor horse. <laughs> Vivian says, not too shabby yourself. Not too shabby. That's another one, too, actually. I don't know if that was meant to be up in there. Uh -huh. Not too shabby. Usually we mean like, oh, that was a good job. But like, oh, all right, we'll go another one. We'll go another one. You clean up very well. You clean up very well. Yes, you clean up well. And it's like, you know, oh, you look good when you put on, put yourself together. I actually had that conversation with the kids this morning. They're like, why do you got to put all this makeup on to go on the TV why, or the show? Why can't you just show up as you? And I'm like, well, I am me. And I said, when you learn and you go get a job, they will tell you, you can't show up with your hair unbrushed. You can't show up in your pajamas. You have to show up like showing that you, you have to show the hair, you know, mm -hmm. the best foot forward and whatnot. But yeah, that not too shabby. It's like meant to be like, ooh, that's badass. But why would we say bad ass to explain something great? You know, not too shabby. Shabby is like, <laughs> sh shabby is like you, you think of a house and a shack. Mm -hmm. Shabby is like mangy and bleh, all not scruffy and not shaven and dirty and shabby. Oh, you're not too shabby. Well, oh, here go. I got one. <laughs> Have you ever heard this one? It's hotter than a jalapeno's coochie outside. 
I, well, I haven't heard that one, but I like that. I've always done that it's hotter, it's hotter than hell, and that makes sense. I like yours better. That's way better. I'm actually gonna uh I'm gonna bust that one out on my husband tonight. That's gonna be the one I do. I'm he, he's gonna be like, what did you say? It's hot in the jalapenos coochie out here. Yeah. I think I think we might uh, I might get some pizza tonight. Maybe put some red pepper flakes or something on there. And then when he goes and he eats it and he goes, "Ooh, that's spicy," I'm like, "Yeah." I'll be like, "It's hotter than the jalapenos coochie, isn't it?" You know? <laughs> and he'll be like, "Excuse me, what?" I can't wait. I'm gonna use that. Actually, I'm gonna use that on my mom today too. <laughs> now I'm on a mission. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right. I've got, uh, let's see, let's do two, two or three more here. How about, so if you are asking somebody a question and the answer is obvious, sometimes people will say, well, do bears shit in the woods? Have you ever heard that? Do bears shit in the woods? The answer is always yes. So whatever, if you're asking a question and the obvious answer is yes, like, Brittany, you can make me a custom bracelet, right? Then you'd be like, we'll do bears shit in the woods. <laughs> well, of course. Yes, they do. But that's like a very, that's a that's an old one. That's an old, long time one. Have you ever heard that one or no? No, I'm yeah. young. So yeah, no. That's a long time old one. And there's some other ones on there too. Like, I, again, we have pages of these, but like who, to, to, just to affirm that the answer is yes, I'm going to say, we'll do bears shit in the woods. <laughs> Why, as humans, can't we be like, well, of course, of course the answer is yes. Well, do bears shit in the woods? Well, I don't know. Let me think about that. Uh, yes. And then they look at you like. And then they'd then be like, well, yeah. do in the woods? <laughs> exactly. It's, one, it's just one of those phrases, I think, that like deter you. And I, I don't know. It distracts me more than the actual, what we're, what we're talking about, the conversation, the, the question I'm even trying to ask you. It just needs a one word answer. Yes or no. Right. We'll do bear shit in the woods. And I go into this. Well, yeah, but why are you asking me such a thing? And it throws me off. It's like, why? Why would somebody come up with that? Right. <laughs> uh, a precious is saying, I'm like a horse, Vivian, you naughty girl, you. And Vivian says, not too shabby yourself. Oh, yeah, we got those already. Sorry. Um, something about the bear taking... <laughs> the rabbit and wiping his butt with him. I can't remember right now. Baby, does the bear shit in the woods? Yes, he does. And then he goes and he finds that rabbit to wipe himself with. And then somewhere along the way, Cottonelle toilet paper was born. You remember all those Cottonelle commercials with the little toilet, the bears going to the toilet? And like, yeah, oh. and they know that toilet paper was mm -hmm. hard. They're like, Daddy, this toilet paper's rough. It's like wiping with a tree. I need something like rabbit fur. And then Cottonelle was born, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, all right. The last one I'll put out there is um, when you're getting ready, getting ready to do something. Maybe you're getting ready to go to an event and present or you're going to work or you're going on vacation or you're getting ready to do a live and you had to do some homework. 
Uh, sometimes you will tell yourself or someone will ask you, have you put all your ducks in a row? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> I say, um, um, have you ever heard, this is not really funny, but this is an old saying that I thought of, make sure all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. Ah, look, I don't know if you can see it, but right at the top there, ducks in a row, wait, it's on this side, ducks in a row. Yeah. And then dot the I's and cross the T's. I have it with the slash in between. I was like, they're the, they're one in the same. Who says it? You got to dot all your I's and cross your T's. And if you don't somehow write a word down on this piece of paper that has an I and a T in it and make that happen, things might not be all together for you. You know, if you don't take these little ducks and put them in a row, you're not going to make it. It's going to be chaos. Mm -hmm. And, you know, dot those I's, cross those T's, get them ducks. Or chaos will eat you. You know <laughs> who comes up with this stuff? Oh, I'm thinking of all the sayings. Now at the end of the show, I told you, big baller shot caller. Yeah, there's another one. Are we talking? What kind of balls again? Let's let's bring up the balls. Big baller. So if you you would think if, if, we're, talking, if we're talking about those balls and they're bigger, they're probably gonna hurt more when you get them flicks and stuff but but apparently because your balls are big you get to call the shots why isn't it ever why isn't it ever a big beaver shot caller big shot caller a big vajayjay shot caller but i don't know i don't know it's probably like an insult if somebody is saying you have a big vajayjay though right you know yeah. <laughs> you just be like i'm the vajayjay shot caller not big, not big, just let that one go, honey. Let that one go. <laughs> I'm about to go down a rabbit hole here. Hey, uh, I like this. Vivian says, sweating like a pig. All right, why just the pig? There's so many other animals that sweat, and so many other things that sweat, even in the people realm, not just whores, it's not just the whores that sweat. It's not just pigs and whores that sweat. Everything sweats, man. Yeah. Everything sweats. Why do we got to put a label on that? Yeah. And, uh, higher than a kite. Been there, done that, and heard that many, many times. Uh, have you ever heard that one, Brittany? Yeah. Uh, higher than a kite. Higher than a kite. That's when you don't smoke. And, uh, <laughs> That's what we refer to with it, right? Yeah. But I've used that too, other than just like when you smoke the smoke and you're higher than a kite, you're like, oh, I'm on cloud nine. That kind of oh, thing. Oh, I got one. Drunk, drunk as a skunk. Drunk as a skunk. I'm drunk as a skunk. Oh, yeah, that one too. Wait, is that? Oh, yeah, Viv, Viv just got that one on there too. Drunker than a skunk. Oh, I got to put that one down. I got to share that one. I got to make that for my mom. Drunk as a skunk. Wow, we've used that a million bajillion times all throughout my life. But like, has anyone actually ever seen a drunk skunk? And who was the person that fed the skunk alcohol and didn't get sprayed? How did this ensue? How did this become a phrase unless it happened, right? Drunk is a skunk. Why are skunks drunk? Why do we, why? Why? Because it rhymes? Why can't it be drunk as junk if that's the, if that's the case? And even that doesn't even make sense. It's just funny to me. It's funny because how we can just carelessly 
throw our words around. And if you really like take the time to look at this stuff in its literal context, the way we talk, like I feel bad for people that come over to our country and, and, and move here and like try to get onto this. Cause we, we very rarely, if we're in a comfortable situation with a person that we know, very rarely are we like, Oh, prim and papa about how we speak and proper edit etiquette and whatnot. We, we are playing, right? We are not proper when we come, when we comfortable. Right. Right. Well, if we use like the things that we know we can relate to, but like, Again, oh, I, got, I got one that we say in the newer days. Um, damn, man, she thicker than a snicker. <laughs> say it again. What was it? Damn, man, she thicker than a snicker. Oh, thicker than a snicker. Thicker than a snicker. Isn't that a song? That's in a song. Thicker than a snicker. Yes. <laughs> thicker than a snicker. Well, snicker is a candy bar, and any human being that exists, even a baby, even a baby that comes out three pounds prematurely, is thicker than a snicker. Come on now. And if we're talking about a snicker being a laugh, you can't really measure thickness of laughter, can you? Come on, guys. Come on. We're so smart. What are we doing with the English language up in here? Again, I feel so bad for anybody that comes to this country and like somebody is like, damn, you're thicker than a snicker. And they'd be like, what did they just say? Oh, you know, you got to go get all your ducks in a row. And then that poor person is going looking for a duck farm. I've got to get the ducks in the row so I can succeed. Line up, ducks, line up. You know, it's just, what are we doing with our language? <laughs> I love that we're able to communicate with all the silliness because of what our spirits are made out of, you know. <laughs> there we go. The shenanigans, hey. You, you have a silly phrase? Okay, she said she's got a silly phrase. Go ahead. Ducks in a barrel. Ducks in a barrel? <laughs> Monkeys in a barrel, I've heard. I've never heard of ducks in a barrel. I never heard of a barrel. They might float, but if there's a top on that barrel, it might not be good for the ducks. Mm -mm. <laughs> She's hotter than curry. Why not cayenne? <laughs> Why not cayenne? Isn't curry like curry? I know if you really do a lot of it, it's got a spice to it, but it's not really hot like that, is it? She's All right, come on out. Let me finish. Yeah, it's monkeys in a barrel. That's what Vivian said. It's not ducks in a barrel. It's monkeys in a barrel. Oh, here's the other one. Say hi. Do you have a silly phrase? The table? No. Does mommy ever tell you I'll knock you in the next week? No. No? <laughs> I'm trying to be good. Like, you can tell the truth. <laughs> All right, let me finish up here. We're over the hour. I'm about to get off. Um, yes, I love it. I, monkeys in the barrel. Well, yeah, so did you have fun? <laughs> yeah, hotter than, hotter than curry. curry. That got me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, but there's so many spices out there. Who picks curry? Why curry? There are so many. Hotter than crushed red pepper. I'm hotter than cayenne pepper. I'm hotter than a ghost pepper, hotter than a jalapeno. Wait, that goes back to the Gucci comment. <laughs> All right. Oh, we had so much fun today. I really And uh, so as we're getting ready to sign off here, and again, thank you everybody that joined in. I hope this was a wonderful two to three o'clock on your Friday 
Um, here it's a little gray and dismal and yucky. And I personally, this was the sunshine of my day. Um, so Brittany, if you want to leave anybody, leave everybody with something on laughter and what we went through today here and we'll wrap it up. Y'all don't be so uptight. Have a little bit of laughter. Laugh. Reduce the stress. Laughter is a great medicine. Uh, yeah, and just have a great weekend. And if you need me, uh, you can visit Britney'sBeads.Company.Site. You can order your copy of my book, I'm Living My Best Life with Cerebral Palsy, or you can order you some custom-made beads. And also, you can find me on YouTube at Be Inspired, Brittany Thomas. And yes, you type it in just like that lowercase letters because there's so many Britain Thomases out there that you can barely find me but guess what it's only one me so that's right yeah. that's right so yeah check out Brittany on YouTube if you guys want to um check out actually oh I gotta tell you before we go real quick super quick so this is Brittany's third time on the show I encourage you guys to please go check out um lessons and legacies on YouTube as well um because you can catch all the other episodes Brittany has been on as far as, and, and as well as our other guests that we've had, but Brittany, the episodes you've been on, you were episode eight, you were episode 22, mm. and today is 29. So, oh. you know, two, we have a lot of twos and fours and eights between us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two is my favorite number. It represents, it represents balance and harmony. Um, and duality, basically, black and white, hot and cold, death and life, uh, right and wrong, yin and yang. It's balance, duality, male and female. That's another one. Male and female, you know, um, boring and, and lively, all of it. It's the duality. So 22, we obviously had a double episode. It was a double dose of twos, but with numbers, two plus two is four. Four is stability. Four is structure and safety. I love that number as well. Wow. Eight was your first episode. And the first other than one, which is God's number, like the divine number one represents God in the universe. The only way you can get to eight, the first number you can get to eight by is two. And it's two mm -hmm. times four. So there's your twos, your fours and eights again. Mm -hmm. And then today is episode 29. Two plus nine is 11. One plus one is Wow. I just think it's really cool. You've been on three times and all three of your episodes can be boiled down to, they're all mixed between twos, fours, and eights. So um, very uh, harmonious numbers, balanced, structured, safe, stable, and blessed. So yes. Uh, if you guys want to, any part of you wants to be a guest on Lessons and Legacies, please feel free to reach out to me at lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com or send me a message. Just look up Lessons and Legacies on Facebook or Melissa Price. Um, much like Brittany, I kind of have like a common name as well. So if you do try to just find Melissa Price on Facebook, you might get a long list. So check out Lessons and Legacies on Facebook. You can also catch the extra episodes on YouTube and Spotify. That's official this week. So. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming and cutting it up with me today. This made my whole day, and it's the most beautiful, amazing start to my weekend. Um, 
I hope you have a blessed one. And for everybody, if you enjoyed this Monday, we have Precious Pauling, who's my normal Monday, my soul doctor. She's going to be on. And we finally will hopefully be able to make this work with the three of us. We have Delila Brown, who is William Brown's wife, who you will catch me usually on One Word Conversations on Sunday. I was actually on today. Got to be on there today. So go check out One Word Conversations with William Brown. Um, and two o'clock Monday, we're going to be doing some laughter and eh, I'm hoping I don't get flagged. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be a good one. So you guys have a beautiful weekend. Tune in to One Word Conversations and check out the Hour View segment at 11 o'clock on Sunday with William Brown, myself, and Precious. And don't forget to visit Brittany. Get you some beads. Get you Brittany's book. Britneysbeads.company.site. Don't forget, don't forget to like Shaman. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm all jazzed up from all the laughter. Don't forget to like, comment, and share. Follow, subscribe on our YouTube pages. Okay. Uh Britney's one more time is be inspired. Brittany Thomas. All lowercase letters, please, or you won't find her appropriately just copy it just like it is below look us up give us a little love and support sharing is caring and uh you know showing up and sharing our stories is uh making the world a better place so yeah we love y'all we love you guys tons thank you hi out vivian peace out viv peace out precious hi yvette thank you for joining in you might have to rewind and catch that replay girl you can be laughing your panties off there's another one there's another one who actually has ever laughed their pants off i'm laughing my pants off who does that all right guys it is friday and uh you can uh, keep your pants on or Lisa says go have sex that's right Keep your pants on or off. It's all up to you. All I encourage you guys to do for this weekend is get your laugh on. We love you guys. Thanks for joining in.